The fuse is easily lit. I'm a street fighter with a secret past. So you know, sometimes people tell stories and none of them are true. Here we are at the Big and Hungry podcast yeah. from Nashville. So the set looks a little different right now. It's like but I still tip you because I'm American. It does. Yeah. I got a belly full of Mojo's Tacos. We, we should start there. A couple things about. What was it called? Mojo's Tacos. It's in a, It's in what's called the factory. Okay. In Williamson County, Franklin. Sure. Right on the outskirts of Nashville. Place I'm coveting. I'm coveting because I'd like to live. You can <laughs> okay. get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. Get yourself some land. Sure. Get yourself a big old house that would cost you well, w- well into the three and four million dollar range in fucking Los Angeles. Add taxes to that. Yeah. But you get everything you need plus more in Williamson County. And I want to add another thing. I want to thank Williamson County. I want to thank Texas. <laughs> you want to thank the county? I want to thank because the, the mask <laughs> mandate has been lifted. So you, you That's know, it's, right, a, yeah. it's a choice now. Which oh, is here so in, weird. It just the mask mandate just got lifted in Williamson. I, I went and oh. ate tacos, and I was gonna have some Jenny's ice cream. Yeah, and I was gonna have Five Daughters Bakery. They got these crazy donuts. Oh, I've been there. You just sit, go sit in that big rocking chair. Uh, now that's what you do, but I'm an adult, right? I'm an adult. <laughs> so I'm not gonna okay, sit in the right, big. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that gets excited about a novelty like, and I appreciate that you do because you yeah. do. Next time we go, I'll make you take a picture of me sitting in it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Brian, Brian, you know, you got it. Ha, Steve. <laughs> uh, Harry, speaking of, because you're on a couch right now that's not even a couch, doesn't know what it is. Excuse me? That couch doesn't know what it is. That couch doesn't know if it's a chair or a couch. No, it knows it's a couch. It's, it's, I'm telling you, if you sat in this couch, it's extremely comfortable. It's a very nice couch. Do we want to tell where we're, where we're sitting? We're in Theo Vaughn's place, but listen, that looks like it belongs in a dollhouse, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I'm else. telling you. I walked in. You think, oh, okay, it's a it's a little couch for a studio. It's very comfortable. Yeah, he did not skimp on that. You're not going to hurt the couch's feelings, sofa. you know. You're like you're you're being it's very comfortable. I'm saying <laughs> it doesn't know what it is. It hasn't made up its mind. It's on the fence, and I have a oh, problem with what? that. And on top of that, you tell me what color that is. What's well, between? Yeah, exactly. See what I mean by on the fence? It's between. It's between yards, ain't it? But yeah. it's still a couch. It's a bullshit. It's couch. not a futon. It's not a couch. It's not a couch. It's something in between, right? This is a reading couch for one. It looks, it's got two cushions, so you think it's for two. Yeah. This is where you read for one person. That's where you read for one person when you own a cat that sits on your lappy poo. <laughs> this is a couch I want on the day, one day a year. Roy Wood Jr. on The Daily Show, he does this. He treats himself one day a year, and this is the perfect couch for that. He will order a deep crust, deep dish uh, pizza from Pizza Hut. Yeah. With all the toppings, he'll get a two liter of mug root beer and he'll play Call of Duty for 12 hours. And this is exactly the couch that you would want to do something like that on. Now, so he'll drink two liters of root beer and play Call of Duty for 15 hours, is that what you said? 12 to 15 hours, yeah. And what's his torso look like? Warm cheese? His torso? Yeah. Has he got any muscle tone or does he look like a big baby with hair No, you know like when the candle's done and like you left that out overnight on the table? That's what it looks like. Yep. It just like bleh. Yep. Gravity takes over and it just, things go down. You know when you take your garbage out and the bag rips open and it all drops out and you go, ah, fuck. That's what his tum-tum looks like. That's right. And what I think about when I think about that. But you can do it one day a year, right? uh, Yeah, but I'm not fat shaming anybody at all here. Because I'm really not, because it, you know it's, we're, we all walk the earth. But I always wonder if somebody has that kind of a situation going down down there, cleaning your 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 rumster Excuse is me? difficult. You're gonna clean your whistle. You're gonna walk around with a dirty whistle if you got a lot of. It's 
if there's a deep crevasse, you got to clean a lot. It's disgusting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right? You want to? There's something about that. that no, I, that's who I, I want my Uber driver to be in August with no AC in the car. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, I want the pungent odor. Yeah, to hit me and go. Well, we're going to Laguardia. Somebody wasn't cleaning their fanny, were they? That's, that's right. Yeah, you weren't cleaning your fanny, were you? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this place smells like dirty fanny. <laughs> you know, in Europe, in the in the Middle Ages, and yeah. in fact, in the 1800s, and you know, uh, up th- on through, no one really brushed their teeth, and certainly no one bathed. Right. And you would just put perfume on your body, and you would see people walking through the. And by the way, there was open sewers, so you mm-hmm. would throw your bedpan out the window. Ugh. And so you didn't have working sewers. So what you would do is you'd walk, no no pathogens there, and you'd walk through the streets and people would be holding a handkerchief to their nose. Right. And you can see paintings of people walking through the streets. Today we call that any BP or AMCO off of a major highway, (laughs) I believe. Yeah. Yeah. When you ask to use the question, it's like, oh, God, God. when you you ask for a bathroom key, Mm -hmm. that's always the roll of the dice, right? How bad do you have to go? Yeah. Please give me the key. Anytime the key is attached to a crowbar or something like a metal shiv that's heavier than anything sold in that store, <laughs> it's like this is going to be horrible. And then you enter it, and it's just like there should be police tape somewhere in here. Someone yeah. has died here. Bad things have happened. Yeah, in because here. ten thousand people have shat in that <laughs> hole. That's really what happens. Ten thousand people have shat in. And that And it's it's one of those outhouse. things where nobody wants to shit in that restroom. This is a last case. This is a last resort. You have to. So it's the worst of shits. Yes. I took a shit in a, I, I, I had to go so badly. And I, I was at a this outdoor shit parade. It wasn't even a parade. It was an outdoor fair and nobody was there and because they'd already kind of left. And I was the, I was in there after the world had taken a shit <laughs> in one of those porta potty things. And I, I, I'm not kidding when I say that. The, Last call. That oh, this is me. The yeah. shit was piled up. Like when I went in, oh, you could see God. the shit. And I went, I'm not shitting in there. So I shat in the sink because it doesn't matter at this point. You just throw the whole thing away. What is it? Okay. Well, I didn't, I couldn't shit in that. I can't. What I do you can't. mean? You couldn't contribute? I'm not going to. No, because I was afraid some of it would hit my body. This, this is just too disgusting. So I was so desperate that I shat in the sink. Yeah. And I tried to clean it. I was going to clean. And then I, there was no toilet paper. So I pulled oh, off my, my, my guinea tea and I wiped my, my shitter with the guinea tea. A guinea tea? Yeah. What's the, a guinea tea? You know, my, this thing, my wife, Peter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that's my story. I don't really have anywhere to go with that. Now, when Did I, I came about- out, I saw two people waiting. And I said, as I walked out, I went, don't go in there. Some asshole took a shit in the sink. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't wash it out. The goddamn water, I couldn't get it in the, I couldn't get it. The water yeah. wasn't working. I was so... Because I don't want to leave my... I I don't like leaving any of my shit for anybody else to clean up. Yeah. I, I don't I really know how don't. we got on the subject matter, but yeah. if if the floodgates are open, let it be known that if I were to invent anything on Shark Tank... Let's say you work in a corporate you know, situation. You work in an office. Everybody knows each other. I, I would invent shoe covers so it looks like somebody else's shoe. Okay. Yeah. Or you just have a different pair of shoes, right? But you put something over your shoes so that when you go to the bathroom and you see somebody's feet under the stall, you know that person's shoes. Yeah. And then you know, oh, Gary's taking a shit. Yes. Like you want to camouflage your shoes so nobody knows it's you taking a shit. Be an anonymous shitter. Some people are proud with it. Some people are comfortable with it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm somebody that if I, if obviously when I do, 
I have to take a shower immediately afterwards. Yeah. It's always been my thing. I, I need to clean. Yeah, I do the same Immediately. Thing. Yeah, I got to clean. I don't like just using, relying on toilet paper. But um, also, maybe you shouldn't, you shouldn't dip your head under somebody the stall to see who shit. <laughs> no, well, you but, just admitted. But that. if you see the now shoes, now you admitted that if you, you see the shoes, you know you who follow shoes Gary those are. in, and you're like, see you, Gary. <laughs> I, I would see you, Gary. <laughs> I would want to take my shoes off and be barefoot before somebody could see my shoes and know. Oh, Stevie, yeah. Stevie's got a tum tum issue. Yeah. Now, by the way, I'll also let you know this: if if I ever wanted my wife to enter a room. All I have to do is fart. Every time I fart, she will instantly. It, I don't know what. It's like a duck whistle to her. Yeah. She'll want to. She'll need something from me, and she'll come in. Yeah. Every single fucking time. Yeah. And the other day, you know, I'm by myself. I'm like, oh god, just fart, fart. And then she walks in. I go, Jesus fucking Christ. She goes, Well, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry to be a pain in the ass. It's like, no. Okay, this is. Every time I fart, you walk in the room. And then she laughed, but it's like she thought I was just annoyed at her. Oh, but she's just coming in. Yeah, but every fucking time. It's like on cue. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't wait for her. I wait till she comes in the room, and then I let it go so she understands. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So she understands what time it is. Yeah. I farted yesterday. You heard it. That was loud. At your in your direction. It was pretty loud. Yeah. And and you brought it up again last night and I didn't acknowledge it, but I did hear it and um I just ignored it because I didn't want you and I I don't want to embarrass. Oh, so you, you did hear me. Oh, when I, I heard farted. it, yeah. I, I thought so. And then and you I was did like, it the second time. Why is he not looking? And I was so fucking banged up from a little workout that I couldn't even get up. I wore Steve out yesterday. I yeah. had Steve do seven push-ups, 15 squats, no, 10 squats, <clears throat> seven push-ups, five pull-ups. doesn't seem like a lot, but if you keep doing that in a circle, it's a CrossFit workout. And you just brutal. do that. You do as many sets as you can in a certain period of time. But you did really well. You just don't do that. But you're, you're, do the it. problem with you is you're, you're athletic, so you do it right, mm-hmm. but then you're, if you haven't done it, your body pays for it. Because you're, go, you're going well, all the way down, it. you're doing it all, and you're, you know you can do it, but you just haven't done it. Yeah. So now you're paying for it. You're, you look like you were wounded this morning and we only did it i feel like i'm wounded i woke up everything sore my neck my back yeah my pussy and my crack (laughs) (laughs) it's my pussy and my crack this is a little break guys go ahead and go to the bathroom while we while we while we while we dance it do you remember when you did you did this thing and it made me laugh so hard where you're like you're the you're like the tortured um, prisoner on a on a dance floor, and you just put your arms up, and you were like tied up, and you started that. And it's oh just yeah, like, where I'm Ooh. being forced to dance, but I'm <laughs> yeah, super sensitive. It's just like, like I'm just I'm just a beautiful I'm just a beautiful young man who's being forced <laughs> to dance for a chic, for a chic, and I have super low self esteem, and I'm just my I'm just like I just do it, and I barely make any money, but secretly I like it. You jumped into that story pretty quickly as though it has happened in your 20s. Well, it's just like that doesn't surprise me that I did that and now you've jogged my memory. (laughs) Most things I can't remember. That I remember. You're a young chic and you're not making much money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you're in your 20s in New York struggling to make it and someone says, look, there's a chic coming to town. He's really rich. Boy shorts. You know, what would what would your price be? You it depends dan- on what you gotta dance it, for thirty minutes. Yeah, it depends shorts. on what they want me to do. Is there heavy petting? Uh, I can handle it. Really? I'm making real money. Uh, is there is there more than that? Now now we're getting into now we're getting into a real conversation. You understand? 
now 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 it's like now it's like <laughs> yeah. call me when you're serious and then if i hear if now 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 we got to get into some money now we're getting like, into some like, more hey, zeros what, what, here. Do I, what do i get if i do more than heavy petting and i go call me when you're serious <laughs> I, and i negotiate hard i go couldn't afford me honey that's what i say and yeah. i walk away and then he's got money and he goes uh i got money i go not that much honey and now i've got him even more so the <laughs> hook gets deeper hook. Yeah. now the guy's like well what the hell let's play some ball that's all i'm saying yeah the point is you're gonna have to deep you have to dig deep in your in your pockets you understand like now what constitutes heavy petting just curious because i think we might have some different look if i'm dancing definitions if i'm dancing <laughs> okay. in front of you and you happen to be a dirty japanese businessman or, yeah. a, or a sheik with a secret life you're probably gonna want to take me in with the palms of your hands. You're gonna want. So you'll allow touching. They can I mean, touch. I look at it as a as a massage. You know what I mean? It's my, you might want to massage me as I'm moving around in one place. You understand? It's just an, it's just a standing massage. A lot of guys will take a massage lying down on their tum tum. Not 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 the man Now, are there rules? Are there like wherever there's clothing, you can't touch that area? Well, again, that's what I again, would. Again, I wouldn't even. I, I no heavy petting. I just wouldn't well, allow. Well, what kind of money are we um, talking about, Steve? I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I, I think you would have, you would have yeah. an allotment to go a little further than I think I would. Well, hold on. You, and and I are, you, are, you so and I are straight men. Okay. Excuse me. You and I are straight men, right? We yes. agree. That. Now, I'm meat and potatoes. Now, now, um, I had a friend who was a straight guy, and uh, he needed money badly, bad, badly. And a guy came into uh, a stall. Uh, he was peeing, and a guy yeah. said to him, um, I'll give you $3,000 if you let me suck your dick. What? Yeah. And he didn't do it, but he said, I needed that money. He goes, I thought about it. And that's the last time he pissed in San Francisco <laughs> at the manhole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> but he said that, and I remember going, that That to me is not, That's th there's no way I'm doing it for three grand. But no, no, no. if you really need money, okay? And you're 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 doing whatever you can to make it in whatever business you are. Let's say you're an actor, right? Yeah. And your rent's sixteen hundred bucks a month, and you're slinging long necks, and you're doing whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. And some guy says, "I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars." Now hold on, in cash. Now yeah. hold on, I can see you already. You're thinking. You see what happens? <laughs> and, 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 I, and you're a young man. I want you to move around in front of me, and my hands are going to go where they go. Yeah. All right. Not my mouth, but my hands. Let me tell you. Let me look you in the eye right now. You're yeah. taking that hundred k. I'm gonna tell you right now. What? I what? I really if even if I go back to my twenties, I've always been. This is gonna yeah. sound ridiculous. Yeah. I've been a man of principle. I understand. I swear to God, I I really don't think I would do that. I've had when I worked at Caroline's. Yeah. At the comedy club, okay. My job was to see people, and I would have guys come in and 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 try to give me a hundred dollar tip. To, to get them a good seat. I was like, don't you worry. The, I'll, I'll get you a good seat. You don't have to tip me. I always did it that you're way. You're a good guy because you do things for people. What I'm trying to yeah. say, though, is that- Well, I'm that, not doing that for people yeah, or but person. If, if I give you a hundred grand to let my hands go where they want, so, so, so where I go, hey, Steve, is your whole body a free country? Or do I need, <laughs> or do I need a passport to cross certain borders? Well, now, if I, I I'm would your, say if I'm, I'm your a handler, reverse North Korea, South Korea. Yeah, you can have fun in South Korea, but North Korea, where where you, it's just it's a it's a no fly zone. What if North Korea? When North Korea, TMZ. you can go where you want as long as you got a chaperone. As long as you got a chaperone. <laughs> no, I'll sh let me be your handler. I'll give me ten percent, and I'll chaperone his hands. 
You understand? I'll control his wrist. Can I ask you, have you ever been in that situation? No, I never have. Okay. No, I never have. Um, but I, I, uh, I, I've, I've never had dudes hit on needed, me and stuff. I've also and never I've needed been... that kind of money. I've never been desperate. If I was desperate and, and, and some dude, I'd be like, I'd probably be like, you know what, Brian, bite the bullet. Now. For 100K? No, no, yeah. Now, 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 hold on. So that's on. your price. Now, if, now if, you want me to, if you want me to do stuff to you or you want to actually have sex with me, I don't think I can do that. I just don't, I, I can't personally, I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Right? I'm just, I don't think I could handle it in, in many ways. But I, I understand how if somebody was like, I, I could handle it. If you can handle it, it's, 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 you're making the choice to have it done to your body as a guy, and you're going to walk with $250,000 or whatever. There are a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes that are going to do yeah, straight. I know a few dudes that have done that. Or whatever but they might be. You do Even if you something? got the, I, I know one guy I went to college with. Really? Yeah. And, and he was straight. Yes, he and he was a good-looking guy. I don't want to give too too many yeah. clues, but I mean, he was a playboy in college for sure. He's yeah. a good-looking guy, and yeah, there. I don't want to leave breadcrumbs out because I have friends that. But but anyways, I know I a guy that. I wonder if he was a little bit attracted to men, though. I don't That's... know. I mean, look, you could give me even if even if you did that, you give me two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I went against my convictions. I'd probably need five hundred grand in in therapy. I don't think so, Steve. Don't be such a baby about things. I'd be like, hey, dude, come on, man. You know what I mean? You're a grown man. You, oh, yeah. You, you okay. got paid, bro. Walk it off. You got paid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. You got paid. Yeah. Good one. You got me. I mean, you'd need therapy if if this is the thing. If you came away from it and you were like, I was kind of fun. <laughs> now we have to have a talk. Because now we're like, Steve, right, I think yeah. you got, maybe you didn't know that there was something about you you didn't know. Well, I, I did a bit in one of my specials where I talked about like a gay experience I had where, <laughs> I, you know, you face the shower head or you, you don't face the shower head. And I dropped soap and it was one of those spigots where the rod, you had to pull up on the rod. Sure. And this rod was like that. Yeah. And everything's wet. And I went to bend down to get the soap. Yep. And I literally, my, you couldn't have like... You know, like when NASA is trying to put, like, you, you got to yeah. go to the space station yeah. and you got to sync it up exactly perfectly. Right. Like, that's exactly what happened with my asshole yeah. and this metal thing. And it. So, the guy who was wearing it, the metal like, thing on his cock, what, what was what was was he pretending Jeremy? to be the. He's a person. Yeah, I'm sorry. Was Jeremy <laughs> yeah, no. pretending to be the water spigot? Is that was. And did <laughs> yeah. that make it easier for you? Yeah, it was on Sex Island. Uh, so Bill you bent over and somehow it went into your butt. It like it, it like I wouldn't say it fully inserted, but it, it was enough where it was like, whoa, that went in my butt. But I caught it enough time, and yeah. that was the question of like, you know, I, I didn't enjoy it. And did your brain go, whoa, not so fast? Stay there for a sec. Let's make sure everything's okay. Yeah, I got out and I just thought, you know, I never like these drapes, and it's about time I fucking do something about it. That's no. stereotypical. <laughs> That's stereotypical. I'm You're not shaming. Okay, here we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. L listen, I don't know. It's all complicated sex, isn't it? Mm. Mm -hmm. I just know. I, I, I think you and I probably occupy, there's a spectrum to sexuality. Yeah. I think you and I occupy the very straight. I'm quadrant. straight. I, I've, and I'll tell you, I've, I've gone to gay clubs. Like at the Tampa Improv, there's that, um, I guess you call it a transsexual bar now. I don't know what you call it. I don't know. But it was like a, um, What's it called when they do the shows? 
Drag shows, yeah. yeah. And, and they did the drag shows. And me and the other comic went next door. And it was fucking awesome. I had a great time. You know, there were guy, There was one or two guys that hit on me over the course of the weekend. It, you know, it's kind of like flattering, I guess. You were a but, cutie. Men liked you, right? Did a lot of gay men hit on you? Uh, when I was in New York City, I'd get hit on every now and then, yeah, by some dudes. What with your but... jawline and those eyes? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I have no jawline. I'm very... It's not true, actually. You have a strong like jawline. A... I'm like an oval I mean, you've been, you've been a little pizza hut eater for the past eight months. What did you say? Your own admission. You've been a little pizza hut I've, monster. You've been a good influence on to me. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah, but now you're, of, getting, um, now you're starting to train. Well, I, I, I didn't see myself on camera until we started doing these shows. Then I looked at myself. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, again, I, you know, I said it before. I look like a bloated river victim of myself. I look like a pale, like... Like Ella Cool J and Chris O'Donnell should be pushing me with a stick in a stream. Like, oh my God, what happened? Like, I look dis- like E. T. when he was when he was all pale. And I don't. I don't him. agree that you look that bad, but I I understand how for you. For me, it's yeah, my perspective. I saw it. I was like, whoa, holy yeah. shit! I well, am. You're, but the, the thing about you is that I'm just sensitive. So if yeah. I eat the wrong food, I I'm like, mm. like I had delicious tacos. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I'm gonna start eating. I'm gonna start eating like things like that. I'm changing my whole thing, but like they were at what is it? Moho Tacos, Mojo Tacos, fucking yeah. unbelievable tacos. Where's that? Now I had the Baja, the fried Baja taco, and okay. the carnitas, some of the best I've ever had. Here, yeah, and they're big. They're big tacos. I'm not playing around with their yeah. tacos. And I'm a little full though. I'm a little full. And I walked over to get a little, get myself a little donut. Yeah. And I was like, not doing it. I yeah. walked in. I looked at them. I looked at the chocolate covered one. Yeah. And I went, it was big. And I went, I'm going to eat that and I'm going to feel like shit afterwards because yeah. it's going to physically make my body feel all like I have no energy. It takes my energy out of my body. My, yeah. my arms feel like they don't have any blood in them. Mm-hmm. And then I walked by Jenny's ice cream. It's the best ice cream in the world. They got that sweet cream or they got that fucking. I like salt and straw. Nope. See, I know you do. It's too sweet. It's too sweet. Now, Jenny's is the perfect, the darkest chocolate. That's just my opinion. My opinion. The point right. is, I wanted a milkshake. Haven't Why had do you one want to cancel salt and straw, though? Well, I'm just saying, salt and straw gets a little too happy with their flavor. Profile. They have great flavors. Yeah, their like chocolate chip cookie dough yeah. ice cream. Yeah. It, uh, if yeah. I could dive off a diving board yeah. into it as it starts to coalesce, yeah. I would have like a little, I, I would just eat as I tread through it. How I, much could you eat of that? How much could you eat that before you were like, I can't do this anymore? I, ice cream is something I could eat infinitely. Like when I was in high school, I used to eat the carton of Briar's ice cream. You eat the whole thing? I would eat, here's what I did. Here's this is what I did. I would eat half of it. Okay. Yeah. Then you shovel out. So now you have half of a carton still left in there. Yeah. I take three ice cream cones, the waffle cones. I'd crumple them up in there, and then I'd kind of mix it up with the with the kind of like half melted ice cream. Yeah. And then I eat, I finish the rest of it. I God can eat the whole thing damn. in one sitting. And how would you feel afterwards? Fucking fantastic. I would go play hockey after this shit. You would? Yes. So you, you didn't feel like you didn't get a sugar crash? I guess you're out there physically going no, through some No, in shit. high school. Like nowadays, if I did that, I could still eat the whole thing. And there's days where... So you don't get satiated. I can have three spoonfuls. I'm like, that's too much for me. Not me. Huh. Not me. I want to eat until my body says, you've got to lay down now. Yeah. Like, that's me. Wow. Like, Okay, we've we've taken it to. Well, you took care of those fried pickles. We went I to did. Fifty Five South. You had them. Fried we ordered pickles. five appetizers. You had, the had smoked almost... chicken wings, fried pickles. 
We had them uh, barbecue nachos, barbecue nachos, sh- sh- uh, boil bag shrimp, boil bag shrimp, and then uh oh, chips and guac, and chips and guac. Now here's the difference in you and me. I had four of them shrimps, yeah, without the sauce because it was a little much for me, yeah. And that was, and then I had some. I had that rice, red rice and beans. I was, I was and I like fine. I like I just got dropped off at a roller skating party, and I live in a trailer park. And my parents haven't fed me in three weeks. That's, that's right. That's, and then I we was went like, home. What? Then we went home. You had yourself some popcorn, had some some Ritz crisps, and yeah. and probably some other stuff. I yeah. snuck in an almond joy or two. That's Gave my, my yeah. that's my go to. Uh, pushed a pushed a rice krispie treats on my girl, and she yeah. was so happy. She my was kids like, nom, will- nom, right next to me. Tom, Tom, Tom. I'm like, hey, Kid Dynamite, do you mind? Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs> and then you brought me those M&Ms. And you're like, just for you, and M&Ms. I was like, not eating them. But Almond Joy is my go-to. My kids will always wake up November 1st and go, where's all the blue ones gone? I'll decimate them. You eat all the, the Almond Joys? All the Almond Joys, all of it. I'll dump out their bag of candy, and I'll find it. I'll just yeah. You just gone. fucking take Because they don't like them. Because yeah. they're too good. They don't know. It's an almond and coconut. Yeah. Now, I'll eat the fuck out of an Almond Joy, but one. In fact, I'll have half of one and save the other for, for later. Here, here's, here's the great thing about what we've done with convenience stores and airports. Yeah. Is when we were growing up, you go to the gas station, get a candy bar, and that was it. Almond Joy was two-pack. M&M was a small bag. Kit Kat was just the thing, maybe five bricks, right? You you break off. Now, we're, we're Americans. We got king size. Of course. So Almond Joy comes down a four-pack. And you can't land and not have all four. I mean, that the terrorists win. Listen, I talked to, to a woman who My sold- My stomach's growling. I'm getting hungry. Can you hear it? I talked to a woman who sold pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And she sold diabetes drugs. Yeah. For type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but people just need to eat differently and they won't need those drugs. It's super easy. Sure. And she was like, oh, yeah. In fact, people could take a 20-minute walk after they eat. Mm-hmm. And my sales would go down. Our sales, they've done these projections. Yeah. Their sales go down like over 30%. I mean, well, literally, like like tiny little behavior changes. And the, the supersized shit is the best thing that ever happened to the diabetes drug market. Right. That supersized shit is the best thing. Those big gulps, the best thing that ever oh, happened God, yeah. to the pharmaceutical companies that deal with type 2 diabetes. Have you taken cetera, a road trip lately? I, you look at the, those things, you go, why would you get, and then you get it. You're like, oh my God, I could finish this whole thing. See, now I could absolutely. I could. They're, they're, what's your favorite dessert of all time? If you had to choose one dessert, what would it be? Because I know, I know what mine is. Oh, fuck, I love. Is the thing. See, you can't. I get even made choose. fun of chocolate ice cream with rainbow sprinkles in a waffle cone because my father used to take me to Carvel. Yeah. When I was a kid, and that's that was my go-to, and to this day, that is my go-to. Well, sweet tarts were my favorite as a kid, but oh, I grew out of yeah. them. Yeah. I would eat those things until tarts. my tongue came off. Like, like the the first layer of my tongue was fucking gone. Yeah. But I'm older now, so I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you one thing I've never gotten over. Toll House cookie dough. Oh, uh, yeah. that's That to me, Toll House cookie dough, to me, I'll eat until I get sick. But then again, that's like, you know, three spoonfuls. Now, is this the cookie dough where you got to mix it and then you'll eat it? Or do you want the the, the like refrigerated ones that you got to dice up? Hey, dude. No, I'm talking about the stuff I make from scratch. You understand? No palm oil. <laughs> I want fucking two sticks of butter. I'll give a half stick, of, half, half cup of butter. It calls for three fourths a cup of white sugar, three fourths a cup of brown sugar. I go half a <laughs> cup of brown, half a cup of white because I'm I'm not going three fourths. I go a little. I, I scrimp on the sugar a little bit. A lot of people are like, eggs. oh, it's not sweet enough. Then I go two eggs. All right, you beat those in vanilla extract, one teaspoon. Then you got two, maybe two and an eighth cup of flour. I know it calls for two and a fourth. Fuck off. 
And then um and I mix all that together. Okay, Jack? And then and then I put some Girardelli semi sweet chocolate chips in there. Girardelli. Okay? Maybe Toll House chocolate chips, but I like the Girardelli. And then I eat that. And sometimes I leave the fucking chocolate chips out and just eat the fucking dough. Now, how quick, how quick does, the, does this uh, sheik that has money, uh, how quickly will he, he ejaculate while he watches you and Boy Schwartz eating the cookie dough? That's, that's a good point. The, the, the funny thing is that he doesn't, he doesn't like when I'm in the Boy Shorts, and that's the uh. difference. But he does like when I'm wearing the cookie dough. Now, that's as far as I'm going to go with that story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I wear the you cookie You signed an dough. NDA, of course. That's right. Yeah. He loves himself some cookie dough. And on the sheet. <laughs> um, so yeah. why wouldn't you like salt and straws chocolate chip cookie dough? Too sweet. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. See, they go a little overboard with the sugar. I like things that have, like... There's so this... you, a Mexican Coke? Are you against that? Because our Coke Mexican doesn't Coke actually is, have sugar. Yeah, Mexican Coke is fucking delicious. Yeah, because it's real sugar. Because there's I, no real sugar in our sodas here in the States. I never drink soda, ever. Like, the mm. last time I drank a soda was, I don't know... 20 years ago yeah i was with my buddy and he's the same way and he he had this ice cold mexican coke yeah and he poured it and he goes and he took a sip and he goes god damn it i go what he goes just try that mm-hmm. and i tried a sip of mexican coke and it might have been the best thing i've ever had in my life oh yeah like i was like well this is this is if you if you never drink soda and yeah. you drink a an ice cold mexican coke with the cane oh, sugar yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of the yeah. corn syrup yeah get the fuck out of here that's why if I'm eating like a, a burger or a pizza, yeah. it's like, I can't have water with that. I got to get a Coke. You and, do? And now it's the point where it's like, I got to get a Mexican Coke. So I'll go to the store yeah. and I'll get those Mexican Cokes for when I, in preparation for Sunday when I'm watching the Penguins play or something like How that. How many will you have? A Mexican Coke? Uh, probably two. Okay, it's a lot, huh? It's bad. Yeah, a lot of sugar on top of all the carbs I just took. In. Sean, how, how many how many grams of sugar are in a Mexican Coke? Maybe Danny has it. Watch this. This is going to be bad. It's not going to be good. How many teaspoons of sugar, we should say? 39 grams. 39 grams. Mm. How many teaspoons is that, please? Or tablespoons? It's a lot of sugar. Yeah. But it's fucking great. It is it's fucking, fucking great. great. It is. I'm going to tell you a story. It's four, it's about four tablespoons. Four tablespoons. Damn. That's, uh, that's a lot. It seems like a lot, right? I mean, Yeah, four tablespoons. That's yeah. a lot. I want to tell you this. Almost five tablespoons. Damn. I went to, uh, not to bring this down, okay, but a, a buddy of mine I went to college with who was the best hockey player I've ever played with. Uh, we went to Kent State University together. His wife had just passed. Um, and I, I want to talk about McDonald's in a second because I was driving home. I Basically, I heard his wife pass. I got in the car. I drove six hours to Ohio to you know, show my love and support, and I yeah. got back in the car and drove back home. You're a good man. But this is one of those things where, you know, it's like these this day and age, it's like the world's falling apart. It's like you got to – sometimes it's like those things occur throughout the course of your life, and you really have perspective. And this guy, his wife had um, some form of arthritis that came in to her the last 16 years she's been dealing with this. And the last quite few years, she's been bedridden. And the last time I saw her, I was just kind of touring, and I went and visited her. And I remember distinctly she had pins in her, all of her toes. Mm. She couldn't walk. And it was one of those things where visually you see it, you go, oh, my God. 
this this poor girl suffered, suffered, and this guy loved her so much. He was her caretaker. Could have dropped her off at a home. Didn't. Yep. This is his wife. This is his yep. wife. Stayed by her, in, raising in two kids. And death. Yeah. Would go on lunch break, and on his lunch break, he would get in the car, drive home, eat with his wife, so she could go to the restroom. She's not going to the. Re- He's picking her up. He's a man. Taking her to the restroom, yeah. cleaning her off, bringing her back in, come home from work, take care of the girls, shout, bathe her, all that stuff, put her down. And exactly, for better or for worse. And so many of us of say character, those things. Of character. And it just, it's one of those things where you hear that, you go to the home, you visit, you see the bed that she laid in, and you understand through the trickle of information that his friends were disseminating to me over the course of the evening uh, as alcohol was flowing and everything. And it, it just, A, made me appreciate health and happiness that I have, we have, anybody out there that you have, and the fact that at any moment, anything can happen to any of us. And it just, it, it was one of those things where it, it just, it really hit me and it made me appreciate that this guy is in my life. What a great character, what great moral compass and just made me think I'll never I may have done this I may have done that I may have got a movie post like that I'll never I don't know that I would ever ever you would, accomplish you would, Steve, that you know why you would because you're the guy that drove six hours just to show your respect I 100% <sighs> guarantee you would do that and and that's that's awesome and you know what's sick about me is as you're telling the story yeah and you mentioned pins in her feet I was thinking about uh how they caught the serial killer and they found hat pins in his ass and in his balls. Excuse me? I, I, I'm going to explain. Wait, I, hold This on. is where my brain goes. So you're hold telling on. me this Just, can I, can I tell you this? story. This is how your story goes. You took me yeah. right to a tomahawk steak. It's like, pull the chair out for me. I know, and I did Give me, oh, like, show me the wine list. I'm just I, like, I, what the I fuck? I don't know. I, this is, I'm just being honest. If we can't be honest with where our brain goes, you took me, as you're telling me this heartbreaking story, of this beautiful man and this beautiful woman and this love story, I'm thinking about, I go dark because you said <laughs> pins in her feet and I, it reminded me of a story I read where they catch this serial killer Yeah, and uh, he was a cannibal or something, horrible man, and they found, they when they, you know, in the prison when you have to strip and they strip, so the guy goes, they found hat pins in his ass. He had stuck hat pins in his ass and in his balls, right? He had pins, he was wearing them that he put him, and I go, what were you doing? He goes, well, I can't feel anything. I don't feel anything. So this allows me to feel at least something. Oh, my God. Because I don't God. feel. And so that's where my brain went. And I'm sorry to take it from one story that's really sad to a yeah. horrible story. I hope you guys are enjoying <laughs> Big and Hungry because we'll, we'll really take you down to the, to the, to the underworld. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're on if the river you can't the river feel sticks. anything, go with Brian to a urinal, and hopefully a gentleman will be pissing next to you with $3,000, and you'll feel something. That's right. That is still the story that's going to be. I'm sorry that I brought it to hat pins in the anus and the balls. I apologize for that. I don't even know what the fuck a hat pin is. I never looked it up. A hat pin? Those are those, are, uh, they're long needle pins, obviously, yeah. with a white stem usually on top. So you could put it in and put in a feather or like a... Well, a, great. You know. Then they belong in your hat. They don't Not belong in, in your, your anus. Balls. In your anus yeah. or your balls. That would hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough thing with your underwear. It's a hard thing to deal with in general. What else did he do prior to where he's like... <laughs> 
it's not now. I mean, not that's there. when you go. Oh, you not you, there. Like, yeah, no. Nope. That's where the psychiatrist eyeball, goes. No, how do you? No. Where do you start with that when you're talking to the psychiatrist? Now I you, know. You, you, you eat, put in my people, butthole. You eat what? people and you wear and you wear pins in your ass and your balls. Let's start with your mother. How is that relationship? Like, how do you? <laughs> where the fuck do you like where do we go you're obviously a little broken as a human being we got some problems Carl, you're at the age uh you might want to check for a lump in your testicles funny you guys man check this out <laughs> what, wear, what the pins. fuck lumps are the least of my problems oh god mm-hmm. i don't understand like the oh god i forget where i was but it was one of those nights on the road and this is the thing about comedy you'd never know where you're gonna end up right I go out with some people after the show, and they got some piercings and stuff. They're like, oh, my friend Claude is having a party. We go to this guy's house. It was just in Canada. And we go to this guy's house. This is when I was single, so this girl must have been fucking smoking, right? Otherwise, you just don't find yourself in these situations. He had um, suspension cables or whatever with uh, you know mountain climbing hooks where you hook things in or whatever sorry i is that what they're called i don't i don't even know it doesn't matter he had um piercings in his back where he would have uh metal hooks looped through his skin in his back yeah and then they would he would lay down they lower the cables and then pull him up and he would suspend himself and his skin would stretch and they had all these different kinds of weird like things and piercings he was the nicest guy in the world that's a native american thing there was a tribe that used to do that they do for that what their, reason they would do that not only to their enemies but they would do that to themselves to prove that they could you know you you go somewhere else you, the pain takes you into another dimension that's the idea and so uh that that i think originated in the i mean it's probably human beings have always done weird shit like that but yeah like there's ritual scarring in africa different tribes different native americans had all kinds of ritual scarring tattooing human beings have always done these crazy things i mean you know look at africa there was that one tribe that had would put stretch their lower lips so far they put plates in there sure uh, the burmese women uh, who would, would elongate their necks by pushing their shoulders all the way down so your yeah. neck would be like you'd look like a fucking human giraffe you know, foot binding, all that shit. Human beings have always done this weird shit to themselves. This yeah. idea, and they're still people. I find that really interesting because, so, so every, I really believe that you take a birth. Like the Buddhists would say, you take a certain birth, you take a certain form. Right. In from the beginning of time, I so when you go to a fair or you go to a outdoor flea market or you know what or a, like a farmers market, you'll see a street performer. Brian, can I just tell you something real quick? Yeah. You paint a picture. Thank you. Well, you know what? It's this. It's this wonderful. Well, we don't know what color this is either. This. This. This no charcoal. Steel gray would be it's my a charcoal guess. Charcoal gray. Yeah. Behind me, which really brings out my eyes and the blackness of my heart. <laughs> and then we've got the reclaimed wood on either side of me. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. Back to my my point. Yeah. My larger point. If you look at a subset of any society, let's just take a street fair. You're gonna have your street performer over here. Yeah. You're, let's take the boardwalk of a let's take the boardwalk of a beach. You're gonna right, have a street. You're gonna you have are street. painting a picture, yeah. and I'm with you. You got your street performer. I feel like we're in a storeroom of IKEA. By the you way, you do. You got your street performer. Yeah. You got your junkies. You got okay. your junkie begging for whatever. You got your muscle man who's wearing a tank top. Where are we again? You're in any boardwalk anywhere, right? Okay. You're actually in any epoch in life okay. in history. Sure. Then you got your civilians. Yeah. And then you got. Um, 
And then you got the person with all the tattoos. Then you got the guy with the bow around his neck mm -hmm. or the parrot on his shoulder. Okay. And I believe that all of those people have always existed in any gathering from the beginning of time. Yeah. Anytime there are enough people, you're always going to have the wretch on the street. You're always going to have the gypsy vagabond who's juggling shit for money or yeah. playing a song for money. You're going to have the guy who does weird shit to his body or gal does weird shit to his body and, yeah. and, and face with paint and, and, you know, who does things like tattoo and pierce. These are all forms of human expression that have always existed. Right. Always. You're going to have people that just understand fashion, people that are really artistic, people yeah. that see the world differently. For, you're, going to, you're going to have fine artists that, that because they can't paint every minute of the day, they dress a certain way that's very different. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's the great thing about being involved in entertainment is, for example, I will watch a fashion show or see pictures from a fashion show and go... It's fucking ridiculous. Who the fuck is wearing this shit? And the thing is, when you are on set with somebody that's a costume designer and they walk you through fabric types and you're feeling these things and the color and then they're putting together this patchwork of, you know, an ensemble that should never exist anywhere because it's distilled from somebody's imagination like George Lucas or, you know, The Matrix or all these films. And you go in and you understand the dissemination of tone from a director and the story and all that stuff. And you talk to these costume designers or sound design or whatever. The creativity that bubbles out of that makes has made me appreciate the art of fashion more than I ever would have as a kid just growing up in Pittsburgh. Steve, you watch sports, right? I love sports, Brian. Yeah, you know you that like, about do you like to make money when you watch sports, Steve? You like to put your money where your mouth is? You one of those opinionated guys who's who's Hold not on. willing to put his money down? Are you insinuating I'm a professional athlete? I'm saying I'm saying if you got a point of view and you got a team that you stand behind, oh, in you my mean opinion, I bet on it. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, you're not a fan of a team unless you're willing to put your money down <laughs> where where it belongs. That's what I say. All That's right. right. That's yeah. right. A couple things. I don't know if you've ever heard of March Madness. You an American? I am an American. I'm not even a basketball fan. One of the most exciting, and I've had friends say the most exciting sporting yes. event of all time oh, yeah. in some ways is March Madness. You got college kids. Always unpredictable. Anything can happen in that whole thing. What is it, yep. 63 games or something like that? My bookie. My bookie has got my you bookie. covered. You want to make money? With this nonstop action, you go to my bookie, okay? You can select the winners from the 63 tournament games in my bookie. You can get the bracket contest for a chance to win a, a, a is it $1,000? Now, times that by 10. It's $10,000 in cash prizes, and it's only how much? A dollar to fucking enter. Come on, what? One dollar to enter. So if you want to win $10,000 in cash prizes, I'm going to put a dollar down. And it doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My bookie, they got you covered. And it's not just March Madness. No, it's, it's NBA. Not. Thank it's you. It's NHL. Thank That's you. my speciality. So I'm going all in on the pens come, come uh, playoff time, and you know that I'm going to put money down on my alma mater. Kent State Golden Flashes have made it to the Sweet 16 a few years ago. Damn. Haven't gotten back since, but um, you but never But you're putting know. your money you where know. your mouth is. Let's get, those, let's get those slippers out, Cinderella. Cost you a dollar. Sign up today at mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag. And code, use Brian. promo code BIGANDHUNGRY. That's big, A-N-D, hungry. You got me? Not the and sign, but big and, A-N-D, hungry. 
and secure a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. So that's promo code Big and Hungry to claim your first deposit bonus. You're welcome for the deposit bonus. <laughs> College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the, 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 the minute, from tip off to buzzer, my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things they always start to talk about with philosophy or even religion is that you as a human being have a limited apparatus to perceive truth. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, you, you, you have, you can see and you can, you can smell and you can taste and you can touch, but those are limited senses. It doesn't mean that you're actually seeing reality for what it actually is, right? right. So they always say that be, be, be careful of thinking you know the truth because of your limited perception. You basically have a flashlight in a very big dark room that, right. called reality. So beware of thinking you have all the answers. Be always, whether you're a philosopher, whether you're a scientist, always be ready to change everything you know and accept the fact that you might be utterly wrong completely and totally. Okay? Yeah. First rule in philosophy, first rule in science, whatever. And be responsive to evidence that will change your mind. We need more of that, right? Completely. H- however, just as a human being walking around, there are people that see shit I would never see. People who understand fashion, scientists, geologists, ornithologists, whatever they might be. People who pick up on shit that you would that, that I, I don't pick up on because I'm only able with my limited bandwidth to see the shit that's in front of me that is reflected upon what I am what my cognitive precondition is for things. Like I already have sort of a built-in natural interest and enthusiasm mm-hmm. for stuff. And I'm only going to see that. I'm not going to really see the shit that other people see because they're interested in other things. When my sure. girlfriend walks in a room, she's seeing a whole bunch of... She's a designer. So she's in a room, she's seeing whether that window works. She's noticing the drapes. I don't notice any of that shit. Yeah. And so that's what's... That's why... That's why, you fucks, in a society that works, you have to protect people that think differently. That's why, yeah. I'm, that's why I always say, I've said this a thousand times, you have to, the reason you protect marginalized people, that means you protect gay people, you protect trans people, you protect whoever they are. Right. They, the, the people that traditionally have been put to the side and, 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 you know, kind of like either jailed, killed, beat up, bullied, mm-hmm. excluded because they were different. The problem with doing that, and, and people like uh, in some countries today should know this, the problem with doing that is that when you do that to those people, you're fucking yourself because those people a lot of times are the outside looking in and they come sure. up with amazing ideas. Right. Your fashionistas might be very flamboyant. Maybe they're very gay. Maybe they're trans. Thank God because yeah. those are the people that create a colorful world and those are the people that make your culture ready for it interesting yeah and let me and and let me extrapolate not just interesting they make your culture fucking stronger because they're creative they're fucking creative they think differently they are yeah. different they love differently they talk differently they see the world differently and that's why you have an entire industry called fashion it's why you have yeah. things like the iphone it's why you have all that stuff and if you want the best weapons actually it's the same thing you've got to have a creative you've got to have creative mindset You've got to have that. You've got to allow for 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 your population to be able to give its own rulers the finger, be 
irreverent to authority, mm-hmm. be able to speak their fucking mind, which is why why I really worry, really worry, and anybody on the left should know this, I really worry about censorship from big tech. When you censor anyone's voice, yeah. I understand censoring dangerous calls to you know overthrow the government, but, I, but I'm saying when you censor things you don't agree with, oh my God, you better be careful yeah. uh, because that can be turned back on you. That's what happens. You Completely. get group think and we lo- no longer are creative. You it's, need pushback. It's why it's dangerous times for, you know, I, I tweeted something the other day and I get shit from some comedians and I go, guys, you should be for the freedom of speech. You should be against censorship because if they're corralling that, what do you think a comedy club is going to be in 10 to 15 years? Maybe five years. We're not going to be able to say these things. We've and- already lost humor, dude. We've already lost humor. We've already lost it. On in, the show? In the workplace. Yeah, on the oh, show. I on thought you show. meant on this episode. Yeah. Yes. But, what, what we, we we've lost it in the workplace. Yeah. You've lost any kind of romance, any kind of flirtation, any kind of humor in the workplace. It's all a liability. No one wants to live that way. Not the most politically correct people in the world, whether they know it or not. No. You, you want a safe environment, but you don't want to live that way. You got Coca-Cola telling its employees to be less white. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I want Coca-Cola to be more white. I'd like them to put more co- cocaine back into it. Oh, like Jesus. Bang! Yeah, bang! Um, bang! But no, I, I I agree with you. Even Governor Cuomo, the, there were, the, I think people on the right, they could politically say, okay, well, you've done it to our guys. Now we're going to do it to your guys. You know, from what I've read about the guy, it, it, it sounds like flirtation. It, you know, there's gradations of of going to certain places that are worse than others, right? But I think when he's asking a girl, may I kiss you? It's like, is that bad? Because I would think that if you're going to lean in to kiss somebody, I I, I would think that that's kind of a polite thing to do. May I kiss you? I think you? they're using this to get him out of there. I think he was he's a liability to the Democrats right now. And I feel like yeah. this is dirty politics. I think politics is being all of a sudden it surfaces now. He was the he was the darling. He was he was the he made his name off off of contradicting Trump. And and now, like with this whole, he was the love gov. By yeah, the way, but, I mean, what, yeah, but now with the whole, this old is a people, smoke screen. The old, yeah, it's a smoke screen. This is smoke screen. He's, he's a they're liability. getting him out of. They're going to try to railroad him with this and get him out of office because they this. don't want the but Republicans to use it. It was the nursing yeah. scandal, nursing home that's, number that's scandal. That's scandal. the issue, yeah. and this is the smoke screen. Yes. So what they don't want is to give the Republicans the favor of saying, "It's that." That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that's this is politics. This is politics as usual. As usual. Nasty. Yeah. How do you? The, the problem with all that is, who the fuck would want to go into politics? I mean, good luck these days. Uh, well, unless you're checking off boxes of identity. Yeah. And again, I think that there's. It's great that you know, Capitol Hill is more diverse than ever. But I think that you're seeing these fringe, you know, extremes on each side. That's a little, a little scary because I think the rest all, of the country is fringe. The fringe right should never be controlling the rest of us. The fringe is the fringe because you can put something in before fringe and yeah. it's called lunatic. It's called the <laughs> lunatic fringe. Right. Okay. It's not fringe. It's a lunatic fringe yeah. because they're lunatics. You, it, anytime you're on the fringe for the most part, you're, you're, you know, unless the, well, I, I just defended the fact that you have to allow... You, I like lunatics. You need to allow lunatics their freedom mm-hmm. to speak their mind, but you don't want lunatics actually driving policy. No. I mean, that's where it's scary, and you don't want lunatics to be able to destroy people at a whim. So we, we need... that. This is where we're at. It's a very, very scary fucking time. Yeah, unfortunately, I and I think on both sides, you... You, you have people that are saying, you know, you don't need facts when you, uh, facts should dictate everything. 
but I think that there is this moral high ground that each side feels that they may have or have not, and that supersedes facts. Yeah, but facts... human beings have righteous minds. Fucking human beings, all of us have a righteous mind. All of us have an idea of what's right and what's wrong, and that's we're, yeah. we're constantly being that way. It's really interesting, you know. It's like that's what Jonathan Haidt said, right? He said uh, like uh, conservative people and liberal people have different moral palettes, sure. and liberals tend to be more concerned with fairness and 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 care. Mm -hmm. Like so, harm is it causing harm, and is it unfair? Is it unjust? Is it right. unequal? And and so equality. And then the care principle, Versus equality freedom and, and, and making sure it's not harming anybody is very yeah. important to people on the left. Yeah, it's it, the, the people on the right have those two things. They, they definitely care about whether something's harmful and whether something's fair. Yeah. But they also have uh, three other considerations like sanctity. You know, there's certain like the authority and loyalty. Right. Are you loyal to your country? Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, and when when for for a conservative loyalties, loyalty to country, loyalty to clan loyalty to, to family clan you know is a bad word for it but in terms of but family loyalty yeah, yeah, yeah loyalty to to where you come from loyalty to who, who your ancestors who brought you up that's really important and sanctity that goes with sanctity too right so you're like sanctity would be religion like you're you know there's certain things that god allows and god doesn't allow sure there's certain ways conservatives tend to look at the human being as a flawed a flawed creature that needs confines that needs boundaries right. and liberals tend to look at boundaries as as suffocating allow someone to express themselves with no boundaries and they'll find their way sure. it's just a different way of looking at things yeah you know, this is all jonathan heights work but it's really an interesting thing to look at because because then you have you have loyalty you have authority and you have sanctity those kind of all go together but that's why a battlefield uh the uniform the oval office uh institutions are very important to conservatives yeah whereas liberals tend to look at like sanctity and sanctity gets a liberal worried because they go wait a minute sanctity what are you talking about, talking about religion you're mm -hmm. talking about religious stuff that keeps me from making a choice about whether or not i keep a baby in my body or not right you understand so it becomes like they get nervous about sanctity that's why religion to a lot of liberals is 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 antagonistic it's it's almost like the enemy because they're like hold on how, how christian well, it's conformity. are you well it's also how christian are you because if you're that christian you're going to try to pass a law that says i i don't have the right to choose so they get it's it's, it's just an interesting thing right when you talk about uh, authority you talk about the patriarchy you're talking about fathers being mm -hmm. the king of the household okay well for me that's a, that's called patriarchy and and we've been so, so these are where the arguments kind of conflict that you know that's why liberals have a tough time when a when a politician starts talking about that stuff Right. I, I just want to note that we started off about 20 minutes ago talking about shit. Yeah. And if somebody hit their head on the keyboard, yeah. they would think, I'm having a fucking stroke. How do we get here? This is the craziest spectrum of subject matter. It's, dude, it's so true. We're talking about like, some dumb... We need Theo in you're, here. You're talking, and it's like, oh, this is really interesting. This is a really educated take. And I was like, we were just like, there were pins and balls, like hairpins and balls, and then there was shit. And now it's like the dichotomy and the pendulum swing between liberalism and conservatism. That's why yeah. when I say, if you listen to the Big and Hungry podcast, you're going to learn everything. You're going to learn everything. You know I mean? You're going to learn everything. Learn nothing yeah. and learn everything. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Where's Theo? Theo's dad. We're in, we're, in, we're in the same house as Theo Vaughn. I want to get him up here and get his take on this stuff. Colorado. Oh, what's that? Can we go Holler at him? Let's see what's up. I want to see what he's got to say. And he is kind enough, by the way, to let us uh, record in the studio space. Uh -huh. I know. I, I know. I said it looked like a storm of an IKEA, but I was. I, I thought there'd be like a logo here or something well, that he would ain't. have. What's that? Yeah. Well, there ain't. There ain't. Hold on. 
We'll edit this part out, obviously. What part out? This whole lull. Huh? This whole moment. Yeah. On a call, we have a couple I love it. Do we have an extra mic for him? Yeah. I oh, hear okay. that I hear that Theo Vaughn might just be up here in a little bit. In a little, little bit. A little bit. We've been talking for a while, dude. We have, yeah. Time flies when you have Well, fun. the one thing I... I would like to bring up is that you you and I had a nice conversation last night and I would like to perhaps suggest this mm. is maybe every episode as I've gotten older obviously I want to I want to read more and you know just especially for my kids you know I, I've always focused on the wild west I've read history I've read uh you know you know things about Wyatt Earp you know, yeah. I'll spend a year just reading everything I can about White Earp. Mm. Uh, and I, I, you know, after... Of course, this... I tell you, that's not the best place to put your energy, but keep going. <laughs> so in talking, though, you know, I, I've read here over a thousand faces. I would like to take more of a deep dive into Greek mythology because I understand the foundations of Greek mythology. But I'd like to go through individually and say, you know, just study three prominent, you know, pieces of Greek mythology, and then start educating my palate along the way. And maybe throughout the course of this podcast, we could insert, you know, a subject matter. It's like, yeah, maybe this might be of interest to everybody else. If you're well, I, a guy I, yeah. like me that's been sidetracked by sports and all the other bullshit, yeah. it's like there, there's, there's been a moment in time where I'm like, I just want to learn more. I, I, I want to. Well, people ask me a lot of times what to read, and, it, and like I always have to think about it because, like, what I would say is that learn what books and what thinkers, what thinkers, actually spawned an entire new revolution, a new way of thinking about right. life. There are political thinkers that changed everything. There are scientific thinkers that changed everything. There are artistic thinkers right. that changed everything. There are novelists. And and who changed everything? Uh, there are historical, there are there are moral thinkers, moral right. leaders that changed everything. You know, there are spiritual leaders that changed everything. So, once you learn that, once you learn the scientific uh, achievements, the scientific discoveries mm -hmm. that spurred like an entire new way of thinking about the world, and then you learn. So, so that's the way I would always try to frame education once you do that it's not yeah. that hard honestly you don't have to read that many books because there are books they're like the, the books right mm -hmm. and then everything is kind of like a footnote to that book somebody reads a book and it's a writes a book and it's like civilization and its discontents or or you know um anything but, by darwin but, or freud yeah. and all of a sudden you know but spending your time on like the last days of john lennon for example is not a bad thing to do because yeah. what i got out of that book is that this is a guy that gave everything to his profession early on in his career and towards the back half he took five years he retired from music to solely focus on his son sean mm. and the back half of the book is just being about a great dad and being present and giving up being a beetle and all wow. that other stuff. That's pretty cool. And it made me appreciate and want to hug my kids that much more, knowing that as he said, okay, I'll make the turn now. Yeah, come in. 
Now you're hitting on something that's really important, though. Yeah. Like you can. So I'm talking global and big, and you're talking about being myopic. And I think there's a lot. I think being myopic like you is just as valuable. I love biographies. That's my go-to. Well, dude, but, I but read you, you were talking about how to be a good dad, right? Yeah. So you, you can spend all your time trying to learn about yeah. philosophy in the world, and then you can all of a sudden, but you forget about being a dad, and that's just as important. Theo, yeah. Theo Vaughn, come on over come here, on. man. Theo Vaughn just came in. He's got his own mic. By the way, dude, I thanks said, again for letting us use your space. No worries, man. Appreciate I just always wanted to be on my own show. Yeah. <laughs> Here you are. So this is Here it. we are in Nashville. I'm surprised. There's no logo, though, right? Nope. No, no, no. He keeps it bare. He keeps it He keeps it all kinds of generic. Yeah, right? very Russia. Why is there no logo? Yeah. It's the new Russia thing. Remember, yeah. it used to be USSR. Now it's kind of... Have you been to other countries, Theo? <laughs> it's, yeah, we don't know what it it's is. It's hit or miss, man. Yep. Yeah, where have I been, man? Um, I mean, I've done a lot... The past... Two or three years, I, I try to do one virtual tour a month of like um, Spain, where else? You do a virtual tour. What Nicaragua. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll do uh, the whole, you know, they have that. You can get a really good, you don't get a feel for the people, you know, but a lot of places <laughs> it's impoverished, uh-huh. you know, and so I got into a. sitting on the couch. Looking at that, looking so you're like it. eating Taco Bell while you're watching a virtual. I'll have, uh, you know, I'll have something. I might have a fucking, you know, put a piece of lime in my in my mouth and <laughs> and do something, do a Belize yeah. or do a yeah. You, you, know, do just, with, you do that with porn? No, I'm trying to stay off of porn, man. But were you a porn guy for a while? Yeah, for a right. while. Yesterday, I mean, yesterday. Who wouldn't be? Is there a specific kind of porn? That you get you get down with? I mean, the dark arts, man. I mean, some of it <laughs> gets a little arts. wild, I think. Yeah. You mean some like some of it's sad, you know, shit? it's just uh no, nothing Okay. I never been into like animalia or nothing like that or anything what outdoors. Anim uh, animal stuff. Animalia. Yeah, anything. Animalia. Yeah, I don't do anything. Mammalian. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not crossing uh Yeah, species. Yeah, I'm not crossing I don't do any cross species stuff. I do mostly I do like a little bit of black on white, honestly, but I'll do um sure, sure. black man on white woman or uh or white man. On I'll do black man on white woman probably sometimes. There you go. There you go. But yeah. not as much as I was before BLM, honestly. Is that right? <laughs> I know it's crazy, but I, and also I try not to watch it. You know, I have blockers on my um phone. Oh, because you had a little computer. bit of an addiction to it. Yeah, I think I just. You know, I mean, I don't want to monopolize all the time. No, no, no. I, I, we no. are loving this shit. You just no, I'm sat happy. Down. I'm happy to be here, man. I appreciate you guys having me. And, um, yeah, just, uh, dude, I remember the first time I ever saw pornography, I was a child, you know? Yeah. And that's a shitty mix, really, in hindsight. But at the time, I had to climb up this shelving unit. Mm. And I was in my brother's closet in, uh, in our VHS, cl- you mean? Or magazines? It was, um,. It was magazines. Yeah. Mm. You know? The first time I saw it was drawings. And we had this fella draw you a little cooter or something for the weekend. A little cooter. This boy Nick. Yeah. little $3 deal. You hit him on Thursday and you get that <laughs> sketch. So you get that sketch. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> you get so cooter. you pay him 3 bucks and then he'd draw you like a vagine? Oh, he would draw him and he was fucking good. And RIP, man. Nick died. Um... So his artwork is worth way more now. 13 than years ago? Ever before, right? Steve, I mean, please. if you still have it. Well, yeah, of course. It was three but, bucks street value back in the that's day. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know what it would be worth, and that was probably 91. He's a young man when he died. Yeah. So anyway, he died in a fire, in a car fire. He was in a car, and Jesus also it was Christ. on fire. Well, that's not a good place. That's that's a terrible thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't do it. I mean, he died. No, no, no. I didn't no, do no, it. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, you no, know what no, I'm saying? I understand. No offense, man. No, R.I.P. Nick. And uh, How crazy would it be if he was like, and I, I lit the fire? Car <laughs> yeah, fire. I was going to say. Like, yeah, I did it. There, he was smoke, we were smoking crack. and Yeah, that'd be a tough way to go. But I think the there first time I saw rather. porn was like most kids that grew up in the Burbs and Pittsburgh or Jersey was like, we'd get on your bike and you heard about this patch in the woods. Mm. There'd be crushed beer cans. There was always like a stack of mags. It was all musty from the rain and shit. And that was like the first time I saw yeah. porn. Like Stand By Me was like, you want to see a dead body? For us, it was like, you want to see naked pics? It was like, all right, yeah, let's go. And then you go out and see this party area. I don't know who ever threw that party, but it was always mags. Always mags. It is wild to think who threw that party, huh? Yeah. Because they always said it was devil people, or it was gays, you know, or it was... Uh, devil people. You know, people that were doing illegal, you know, farming or something, growing. <laughs> or you know like, what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like, marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah marijuana yeah, yeah. or something, yeah. you know, or fucking... Raising a crop of meth yeah, or something. Japanese apples, or you know what I'm saying? Doing something they shouldn't have been doing. Well, like, Japanese apples go for a lot on the black market, because they're so... You can't stop eating them. Yeah, mispurposed... <laughs> Or yeah. mispurposed land use, you know what I'm saying? Illegal, yeah, 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 yeah. deviant land use. That's right, yeah. deviant, deviant land use. I so that was back then. You know, they would say that. Oh, they've been doing. You know, people like they're they've been doing devil around here. They've been doing Satan. You know, yeah. they've been. You see candles and like where a human was sacrificed, shit like that. Yeah, you would see like little, just clues, bad clues, and you were a bad detective. Every fucking nine or eleven year old thinks they're Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, you, you know? found some shit. Yeah. Like they, they've been sacrificing humans here because you find like a doll's head, a oh. candle, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a human body, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But you look past the human body, you, you look, look at the clues. You don't yeah. see that. You look at the clues. <laughs> something bad happened here. I, I don't know. Something bad happened here. Yeah. I wish I'd get this fucking asshole out of here so we could look at some of these clues. My, my you, buddy, grew up, you grew up like where there's voodoo. Yeah. They had a lot of like, by us, you would see a lot of. Um, Stuff where they would have somebody would do a something with a cow carcass or a um, not a wolf but like a maybe Doberman, you know, like somebody would do an animal carcass and cut it up and take yeah. out the every now and then they'd have have yeah. that dog heart goes well in a witch's brew. You wouldn't know that. My friend said he was a he was a special ops guy and he, they were in like somewhere in Latin America and they saw they saw a body that was half it was like a half a body and you could just see the spine. Oh, and yeah. then the rest and uh, and my friend but my friend tells me the story he goes this is his joke he goes in my my buddy looks at me he goes i hate to see who he pissed off <laughs> and we laughed i was like oh that's not that funny that's i'm crazy. a comedian <laughs> yeah when i saw half a body with the Ugh. spine showing i'd be like well that's not there's not a lot of jokes you can make there no you know what i mean yeah i mean i guess it'd be funny if theo was like i wonder if this guy was sacrificed well, clue. I think you a lot of time people would say sacrifice first if something happened. You yeah. didn't know what happened. And they'd say, oh, sacrifice. Yeah. And other people probably didn't want to think and they would disagree with them. Yeah. Well, you human know? beings have always been sacrificed to one god or another. Do you ever see Apocalypto? Is that yes. true? Oh, yeah. God damn. That movie, you see Apocalypto? I've seen some of it. God damn. That, that movie, movie is a actually a great trip. Movie. Great I think movie. that's Mel Gibson's best film. I do too. It's astonishing. It's unbelievable. It's actually astonishing. I just rewatched it. Fuck. Yeah. Wait, you think you'll always do stand up? I don't know. I wonder sometimes what the future of it's going to be like. Will you just do a hologram eventually? Will you will they hologram you? Will they will they always have it? You know, will you yeah. be allowed to just go and say things to people still legally in a few years? Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't know. 
Yeah. You know, I I, I think there'll it'll always be an art form people will love though because it's live. Yeah. It's like live music, right? Yeah. There's something about being in a room with people that you can't really. You can watch great movies in on a huge screen and in your house yeah. but when they're when you're in a club with a lot of people the, th the thing about comedy is it brings you all together like for for that moment for that one hour no matter who you are in that room you're all unified because you're all yeah laughing. the room's communal yeah it's I, a beautiful I think stand up thing. is like you when you watch the fourth of july fireworks from the statue of liberty on mm -hmm. tv but then you're there that's the difference like it's fireworks are not that it's like the oh, scope, yeah. the breath. The, yeah, the, you're you can sharing. Smell the sulfur and the boom, and the echo and the reverb and the orchestra. It's like being there is completely different. Well, think about movies when you were younger. Like movies like had their power because people would laugh oh, or they'd be yeah or they'd be scared. Remember, remember in the Sixth Sense, yeah. and when he, and when he turns and you see the back of his head is all fucking blown away, and everybody in the movie theater goes, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> you know, we're all. There's shit like that, that kind of you share a collective experience yeah. and somehow it's way more powerful. And comedy's that way. Yeah. Like, when I yeah. watched you, or I was watching you one time, uh, me and Shab, and I was lit, they, when the audience was laughing so hard. And I remember I texted you after that. I told you you, you were great. You remember? I don't know if you remember, it was in Arizona. And you were fucking killing the room. I mean, and me and Shab were watching you. And I've been doing stand-up a long fucking time. And when you see somebody that kind of like really excites you, and I'm watching it, but the audience, what, what was, I'd heard you do it before, but the audience, it was a magic trick. So they were just like, ah, they were just, they'd never seen what you were doing. Yeah, they were just oh, going, like Arkansas Ivory and all that shit you were doing. And they were just like, what the fuck is, it's so amazing. And w when, you, when you watch people mm -hmm. become that astonished, yeah. you can't get that unless you're with them. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, 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 it it's it's a reiteration of how special it is whatever the experience is that's going up on stage when an audience acts like that what they're doing is they're going I've never seen this before what they're doing right. is they're, they're going they're, it's it's new it's not familiar to them in their whole life they've actually never seen whatever the fuck this weird guy talking about Arkansas Ivory. He's talking about hamster bones. My father-in-law, my ex-father-in-law <laughs> called me and goes, "That guy Theo Vaughn was talking about Arkansas Ivory." And hamster bones, and I was laughing. He was driving. He he was <laughs> astonished. And when when you see shit like that, it's yeah. just like, it's like or that shit you used to do, that kung fu shit, that Bruce Lee shit you yeah. do in front of fifteen hundred people at Beecher's. They'd never seen it. Right. They'd just be like, "What the fuck is good?" You know. They and you'd hear the rolling of ah, and they just get into a crescendo. Yeah. Now neither one of you guys are ever gonna get the fucking reaction i get but that's no. different no. but we're also not performing at uh at the zoo that's you know? true <laughs> so that is true lot. in front of the primates yeah yeah. yeah yeah never we probably won't get two monkeys to <laughs> mate to our well, my girlfriend in chicago in, in college she snuck her sheepdog into the zoo into the dc zoo <laughs> and she brought that motherfucker into the primates into the fucking i think it was the chimp thing or whatever and they went <laughs> and they started to freak out on that fucking dog and they were throwing her shit and trying to get at it yeah. the dog her dog took a shit and a piss right there like wow. a shot like <laughs> was running in a circle trying to get the fuck out and ran out she ran out and banged her head or his head his name was jeffrey the dog's name was jeffrey banged his head against the fucking you know the, the door and like fell back and i wasn't there but she told me the story but holy fucking shit and how old was the funny. dog you think it was like a three-year-old beautiful sweet oh, wow, sheep dog, and the sheep dog was like the fuck are these 
crazy looking hairy humans coming at me for ah! they were like get that fucking dog out of here being a dog and you're just in your neighborhood chimps you piss piss and then you see a dogs. fucking chimp it's yeah. like what the fuck is yeah. that welcome to the nfl yeah. <laughs> you know? this ain't freaking virginia commonwealth anymore baby this ain't vcu dude nah, this ain't this ain't this ain't the little leagues this is you're in the this pros ain't valparaiso yeah. dog we're yeah. fucking playing ball today playing ball motherfucker you're i with... think that's when you separate the fucking you know the, uh, from the, the boys, boys from the yeah the men boys from, the, from boys. the men dude and really you need to separate the boys from the men or either way you got to get these fucking people away from each other uh, you uh, know <laughs> you know some animals they used to have them they would use them for their hair even even households yeah and the, there's an article about in the great depression where people would um not i don't want to say sacrifice but they would discontinue their own animal their own pet and use its parts because they needed it oh yeah they discontinue it that's it that's a euphemism for they would kill it yeah. You know how they kill cows a lot of times? I do. How do they do it? They um, hit them with a hammer. Yeah, sort of. Oh. It's a twenty-two cartridge, right? They come yeah, like a small right little bitty head. hammer that's shaped like a bullet. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Boom, right? So they don't shoot the bullet into the brain. It just goes, doom. it just hits it real hard, and it comes out or something like that. Mm. Yeah. It's like no country for old men. That kind of... Real quick. Like Donnie Brasco. Brasco, when he shoots him right here, I think behind the ear, and he just dies right there. How do you guys want to go, man? I know everybody's thinking about it. That's and you question. first, man, since no no judgment, but well, you're going to fucking... I, I always... <laughs> well, well, I have this dilemma. Leave us any clues you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, we'll have a Ouija hey, board out. Being an ageist, and when you go, man. please let us communicate to us and let us know that the afterlife is real. Yeah. Okay? You're being an ageist. Look, yeah. die like this or like yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? A <laughs> do that last. Do, do not do just this, though. You'll do this. I know you yeah, will. Don't, don't leave a mystery. I will. Yeah. I'm not going to. Some... Be, it'll be a mystery. <laughs> I'll be like, come see, come see. I'll do this. I'll die like this. Like, hey, oh, what's horrible. that mean, motherfuckers? You know what I mean? It was up and down. Uh, my thing is, like I always think about, I think it was 1967, the year I was born, maybe a year earlier, wow. when that Buddhist monk in protesting the Vietnam War in Vietnam mm -hmm. lit himself on fire. Mm. And and uh, when he lit himself on fire, he did not move a muscle. And then he just, he, the, you could hear the air expire from his lungs and he fell over and died. Really? And he, yes. He didn't so he move went, at all? Nah, he went into a deep state of meditation. And, you know, with that kind of Buddhism, the self, the self, the flesh is an illusion anyway. Right. And so he was witness, you know, you, you, you witness your own death. You know, oh, sort my of. God. And if you think that meditation isn't powerful, you watch that motherfucker. Watch those. Look at look up those pictures. Well, look up and what videos is on of HBO people Max? on fire. Hey, when... do, you have, do you have that? Br bring that up. Is that on HBO watch, Max? Uh, well, th there are there are, I think, video of it. We'll, we'll, we'll out of respect, we'll watch just the we'll look but at But find videos picture. of people on fire because when you're on what? fire, so, have you so, ever seen that? People, that's the highest. Ha ha ha! Yeah. That's so, the so high he lit himself. People... They would let they would light themselves on fire. They wouldn't move a muscle, and then the rest of the Buddhists would bow. To this Rinpoche, to this 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 man who had this contemplative athlete. And where was this in New who York? Had, who had achieved enlightenment? This was in Vietnam. Oh my in god! In protesting of the Vietnam War and protesting and did it in front of the American embassy. Thinking about how powerful that is. Yeah. And instead of killing them, instead of being a terrorist, they said, "I will, I will now light myself on fire in protest to in in because you are killing sentient beings of all types." Mm. And that that's some powerful shit. So when I see that, I go to myself. Now here it is. I just don't want to see the video Vietnamese. of the burning. 
It was a Vietnamese monk who burned himself to death as a, at a busy Saigon Road. Let me see. Let me read that. Oh, Jesus! Look at Christ. this. And he didn't move. He didn't mm. move. And while his while look at all the Buddhists watching him. Look, he lit himself on fire, and then he just stood there and didn't move. You tell me that's not powerful as fuck. What sucks is somebody broke down right next to him. Oh. I think in is this in Cuba? No, <laughs> uh, no this is in Saigon. This oh. is this is in Vietnam. Uh, uh, South Vietnam. I got to do a virtual of this, man. This is this shit looks yeah. insane, huh? And and that is that to me is one of the most powerful images and one of oh, the Jesus. Uh, I mean, look right that you could see he's just and then he falls over, and you know God that was it. Damn. But what a what a damn. statement! What a what a what an incredible human being! What power! And I wonder how oh much you practice this because I don't think you go from no. nothing to that's a lifetime of that's a life that's a master right there. That's a that's that's the ultimate black belt. That's a master. Like that motherfucker. And by the way, I yeah. just want to remind people it's 2021 uh, and we're but we're all sitting here astonished by that. You never lose that. You never stop looking at that. That's a Machado right and there. And that was in protest. That was that was a peaceful protest. I will that say, was to say war is wrong. I've been in Miami and I've got sunburnt and you can't move when you're you're like I can't move. <laughs> Steve, I feel like Steve, all, I feel yeah. like you're appropriating uh, just say the N word if you're gonna say stuff like that, Steve. <laughs> I think. Because that's nineteen sixty three. Yeah. That's when that's when protests, remember that, in 63, black people in a lot of the states in this union couldn't vote and didn't have equal rights. So it was a time, it was a time that was on, Man. everything was on fire. Everything was on fire. And his countryside, which had been, Vietnam had been a, co a French colony, and they had finally kind of kicked the French out. Vietnam's never been conquered, really. Vietnam's always fought for their independence. Good for them, man. Look at this now. He gets, I think he was doused by his, or he was, yeah, I think his, the monk doused him. Look at him. He knows he's going to go. And what about his wife, though? Uh, he didn't. I don't believe he had a wife. I believe they take a if vow of celibacy. Are, uh, yeah, their vow of celibacy. They renounce. Monks, they right? renounce power, money, sex. Oh, all thick that Quang. Status. This boy's fellow named Thick Quang Duck, dude. I'm sure Brendan probably fucking will steal thick his Quang own Duck. name yeah. to make up. I mean, what a bad leotard or whatever. But this has been. This has been. Um, this has Jesus been Christ. done more than once. You know, there's something special about getting that zinned in where you say, look, man, I know I'm going back into the freaking cauldron, yes. you know? Well, and if I'm you can do that, you can do anything, point. right? Nothing right. can touch you. See, that spirit has to live on. But if you're some dude, you know, who doesn't, who just kind of dies of like diabetes, dude, you don't, I don't think you guys go to the same heaven. You go to more like a Hampton Inn. <laughs> I would agree with you. I you would know? agree with like you. Like this guy goes to the big. Yeah. You know, the big cage, well, the big bird cage. It's in proof the of what human beings can do. It's proof that when you, like to me, when I see that, and when the Buddhists talk about the self being an illusion and your ability to lose all ego and even the notion that you have, that you are a self, that, that, right. that, the, that we spend so much time protecting what we call ourself, right? Like we, we work really hard. So we have money, we have certainty, we have a roof over our head. We, 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 we have, a, we have, you know, status, people that depend on us. The idea behind Buddhism is to lose all of that. Right. Or even not even to, to lose your attachment, but still be compassionate. Mm -hmm. It's not just about losing your attachment mm -hmm. and meditating on them. You still have to care deeply enough to Don't. light yourself on fire. Right. You got to care deeply enough about people and all sentient beings mm. You lose your own sense of self, but at the same time have enough compassion, have so much compassion mm -hmm. that you're willing to burn yourself in protest. The worst, most painful death. Jesus. And he said, I'm going to do this for, for all people. It's fucking, come on, man. Look, we like, already agreed. 
Why does he keep doing Why this? are we not meditating is the question. Why is this podcast not total silence? <laughs> He's just here as breathing. I'd have been fine with that, man. Would you go gas or kerosene, though? Is what That's I a good now. question. Whatever burns well, fastest. I think gasoline does. Will you, can, do you mind bringing that up for us? Whether gasoline or kerosene? Well, let's take a guess. I'm going to say... I want to say kerosene burns much slower than gas. Yeah. Kerosene is what they use in jet fuel, I think. Yeah, kerosene bears. Have you ever seen that cartoon? No. Let me see if I'm right. Diesel burns faster. They define it burns faster. If both this were atomized, the optimal fuel I mean, air mixture. This could have been an octopus. When it would be gasoline. Can you go to a decent spot by chance? Sorry. <laughs> there you hey, go, Sean. Stanford. Hey, Sean, man, come on. Yeah, why are you on Ask Jeeves? <laughs> Someone's just on a Word document that he wrote earlier. <laughs> He's typing in the definition as we speak. <laughs> Volatile material, the low wow. temperature needed to evaporate enough fluid to form a combustible concentration. Yes, gasoline has a flash point of negative forty-five and and an ignition temperature of five thirty-six Fahrenheit. Yeah, I got no idea. Yeah, I don't know anything about kerosene. Holds a flash point of hundred and auto ignition temperature of four twenty-eight. So. So kerosene will light at a lower level, at a lower temperature. Oh, okay. It burns not as hot. Yeah. Mm. Jet fuel will burn hot. I have never Actually, wanted said, to yeah, I don't know, protest right? anything. Have you? Have you ever been part oh, of a I march? Have, or, brother. Yeah. I was against steroids, <laughs> and I was against. Um, he, he marched against steroids. MLB. Dude, I'll tell you. Uh, it was. I don't remember what it was somewhere. Oh, I was going to university, right? This yeah. when I was going to university, and they had the soccer coach. I had some friends that was female athletes, right? And they played soccer. Oh, Title Nine. Yeah, they were Title Niners, yeah. dude. Or nine, we call yeah. What's Title Nine? Title Nine is there's got to be an equilibrium on college campuses between uh, athletics for Men males and, and females. Yeah, so. everybody can do it. Yeah. So we creatine was new and they were the soccer coach was having the female players take it mm -hmm. and some of them were kind of alarmed you know they didn't know what was going to go on am i gonna you know reproductive is, issues yeah and all anything that stuff. who yeah. knows it's actually you know really what i'm saying good. am i gonna really good for you good supplement yeah so they um so we we protested against him against the coach oh okay and we even had a mentally not mentally handicapped uh physically handicapped guy come out at the like there was like the news came out we're outside like protesting mm -hmm. and at the last minute you heard this little fella goes uh, he came on that speaker because he had that van speaker you know because he had the ramp he was ramped out sure chad sure. was his name chad yeah hot everybody called him hot wheels though yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was physically challenged or whatever sure. wheeled out disabled and disabled yeah and he was um he's like we got reinforcements. That's the last thing you heard was his van as it pulled in and parked. Really? And he drowned in Hurricane Katrina, man. Oh, Jesus That's Christ, yeah. He but did. But this was before he drowned. This was uh, protesting. What a fucking disaster. And, he drowned. Uh, Wheels yeah. up. He drowned, Here, man. There's a book called... I always think about he weird stuck ways in the to mud. die. Like, that'd be, a, that'd be a shitty way to die. I hate that idea. Me too. And I hate that there's a book called Infinite Jest by uh, David Foster Wallace. Yeah. Phenomenal book. And yeah. one, this guy. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a hard book. Next. And the guy, yeah. the, one of the characters oh, in it, though, he gets robbed. Grade, <laughs> is seventh period almost over? And this when do we get to go to recess? <laughs> this character yeah. gets robbed, and he's 
He's got a terrible cold. He can't breathe out of his nose. Mm -hmm. And they rob him and they gag him. And he's going, you can't gag me. I can't breathe. And they gag him. Mm. And it's cold and he just, he dies. Really? They didn't mean to kill him, but he couldn't breathe. Damn, that would suck. I think, I'll tell you a sad story. So they had... Um, Here, you've told us two sad stories already. Yeah, sorry, man. I the artist. It. I love it. Wheels, Hot Wheels. Yeah, Chad Hot was his real yeah, name. Yeah, Chad, Chad died and Nick. And what happened to him? R.I.P. Nick died oh, yeah. in a car fire. One yeah. guy died in a car fire. That's crazy. We even said yep. that fire before we were talking about the Chinese and, fire. And he was, yeah, Vietnamese. And he wasn't even a, he wasn't even a monk. Yeah. Or maybe he was. No, he wasn't. Probably not. I don't Probably know not. what he was. His dad did um, HVAC. But I do know this, man. That uh, So the thing that happened was this. The What were you guys talking about? The story was? Uh, the story was uh, death. So you yeah. told two death stories. Oh, yeah. I got one more. Oh, okay. So this man, this man... Uh, was it about freezing? What were we talking about? Oh, here's what happened. So they had a football player that played for LSU mm -hmm. University. This mm -hmm. was university. And they had a man, um, and I'm not going to say a black man, but darker than, as dark, or as dark as you could get on earth. Yeah. And <laughs> he was in a mobilized, they kept doing fundraiser at the football games to raise money for this man, right? And fucking pay attention, you creep. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. That was fucking hilarious. As dark, well, I don't as, you want to be as, dark as you can get on Earth. As far I'm as we know, I'm not going to say he's black, but he's, he's a dark man. As dark as you can get on Earth. As far as the we point know, is, he's not. He's just saying that we the man had. A, he was darker than than most. We don't know yeah. how dark it can get elsewhere. That's right. Is that true? I, I would imagine too. Yeah, I would Thank imagine you. that there's degrees of everything. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. deep space. Huh? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've never yeah. seen it, but it could happen. <laughs> you know. But um, okay. I'll say this, though. But uh, So what happened was, so they're raising money all year. This was an injured athlete. Yeah. They're raising money all year. They finally get him a dog. He got paraplegia. They finally get him a dog mm -hmm. and a uh, motorized wheelchair, right? They're, uh, oh, he needed a system that he could breathe and everything. He was not, he was not well. And he was know? a former yeah. player. Is former that? player. Okay. He needed a system, the he, oxygen he'd and everything. He broken his neck or something. Yeah. 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 So they get him that, they get him a dog to keep him companion, right? Yeah. They hook him up. The dog pulls the cord out of the wall and he yeah. dies. Damn it. Oh, damn fuck. it. They've been fundraising all year to and get dog, this man this stuff. And the dog was not trained well enough. Decided and the dog. Decided to chew on the goddamn hose. Yeah, the dog worked for the insurance company. I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> But it's, there was all kind of, you know, just, you know, are you guesses. suggesting that the insurance company was like, this is going to cost a lot of money. Let's, 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 let's throw in the wrong dog. You know what I mean? Would you put it past an insurance company? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wanna, fuck I appreciate no. you thinking that you'd be a good detective because you'd come in and go, hmm, now What's what really kind of happened? chew toys has this dog been weaned on? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, real thin rope. You, huh? you you've come up with, <laughs> yeah. You've come up with three terrible ways to die. Yeah. And you know all these people. I mean, yeah. it must be. It's know. hard staying alive, man, when everybody else doesn't. No, that's true. That's it true. is kind of crazy. As you get older, man, people die, and you're just like, damn, man. He's right here. Come on, man. <laughs> My bad. Hey. It is true, right? There's nothing you can do about death. What oh, are you? Are you it's sad, man. Would you go to a home, or you want to ride it out and... Like a house. I'm riding it out we, in the house, motherfucker, and I don't yeah. want to hear about just, a home. I'm just so we're prepared. Like when right, it look, when man, it comes, like I'm the kind of guy that um, I feel like the men in my family live a long time. Oh god, yeah. like 96, 97. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
know what I'm saying? Mm. So I might outlive you guys because yeah, I'm like, that, I keep it tight. I yeah. keep it tight. That's true. I keep, I keep busy. I keep busy. It's yeah. coiled. And yep. And, and, and God loves me. You know what I mean? So yeah. And Two I got out of three ain't bad. Yep, and I got, and I got a whole lot of comedy in me that I got, I got to get out. Now yeah. That could be true. You we need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now question is, are you going to get bored of life? Cause no, I don't know, man. Like, like I know he's guy, taking a virtual well, tour when he can, you're, you're going to get up, probably get on a plane and go to one of these places when you really can. Right. I would assume if eventually, you're yeah. kicking the tires on it virtually. Well, William F. Buckley said, um, I get, I'm tired of life. He's, he had this incredible life and he was like, you get tired of life. Like I, I want to stay around for my family, I guess. But other than that, I don't Dude, you know like what's sad? Anymore. I saw Don Rickles. This is yeah. why I wear a suit on stage too. Cause I saw Rickles. And he was in a tuxedo, and he fucking looked sharp. And I was like, oh, my God, it's timeless. He'll, he'll be timeless, timeless forever, mm-hmm. right? But I saw him in Vegas. It was towards the end. Las Vegas? Was that? Las Vegas? Yes. Sorry. Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, so I, I saw him there, and he was telling all these great stories, but all his friends were dead. He yeah. had a Sinatra story. He had a Dean Martin story. He had a you know all, all these great stories. And then... And then towards the end of it, he was saying how, you know, all my friends are dead and I'm still here. I'm still performing and just like kind of put all perspective and just I just felt bad for the guy. You know, I guess I guess there is that thing where you kind of want to maybe leave the party a little earlier than be the last my one grandfather. There. My grandfather, his best friend died. Yeah. And uh, and I said, uh, what's your best friend's name, Grandpa? And he went, Charlie Beshar. He whispered it to me. He yeah. was too distraught to say his name out loud. So he went, Charlie Beshar. Yeah, he just went Charlie Basher. He's a Sicilian macho guy. Yeah, but I, the, the pain was too much. I, mm. I remember I was, I was like, I was probably nineteen. Yeah, and I was like, that's I could tell that he couldn't say his name out loud or he'd cry because he knew him his whole life. Well, yeah. it was such a. Ri- I mean, I think now with people trying DMT and stuff, there's more of a comfort in the in the mind of DMT users that mm. they will go into a different. Dimension. realm or dimension as mm-hmm. this one closes you know that's kind of what's cool about psychedelics i want to go down the rabbit hole for real you haven't um, been down there no nah, i'm interested in doing it like for real i want to go down i've gone down the mushroom rabbit hole mm-hmm. but i want to try acid i've done dmt and i would do it again like i do it more than once again because i mm-hmm. love it but there's something about psychedelics that are very different than stimulants opiates and things like that I psychedelics oh yeah are, Psychedelics can be productive. That that shows really? that plant medicine. Absolutely. I know the Beatles were on them big time, and, they, and look what they did. The White yeah, Album. That's what they were talking about. I, I've I've never done anything past pot. Well, they've done like they say that when cocaine and heroin came into the music scene, it killed the music. It was the day the music died. Wow. Like that the, the Haight Ashbury Festival was like the renaissance of. You had the Mamas and the Papas or Crosby, Stills, Nash mm-hmm. Young. You had the, the greatest music that was coming out of a time when. And this is not, I'm not a music historian, obviously, but this was the, 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 the point of this thing was that when psychedelics and marijuana were reigning, were ruling the day, right. some of the best music of all time, from Hendrix to, mm. you know, Pink Floyd to, I mean, you name it. I mean, this, and the White Album. And Stones, then when heroin yeah. Yeah. and cocaine came into the mix, yeah. then Lou Reed went into a stupor and never came out of it. Right. Then all these really talented musicians who who subscribed to see see a lot of these white musicians came from middle class backgrounds in England and in the United States. Oh and they were copying the black heroes like Muddy Waters, mm-hmm. like like Charlie Parker, like John Coltrane, like all these 
all, even Billie Holiday, like the blues, the great blues black musicians. Mm. Yeah, Stone, and Stanley yeah. Crouch said the difference is that the black, though black musicians back then were living in a time when they had to go around the back way and perform for white audiences and they were second class citizens across the fucking board, wow. right? They were, you know, there's that, that famous story of, uh, I think it was Miles Davis. He got the shit beat out of him. He was just standing having a cigarette while recording and the cop, white cop said, move on, boy. And he said, I'm just here. What do you mean move on? I'm, I'm recording right here. And he gave the cop lips and the lit cop beat his ass on the right there on the street with his baton and put him in the hospital. Nobody said shit because he was black and he couldn't. And yeah. Miles Davis changed from that point on. His music, everything changed from that point mm -hmm. on. But when you grow up like that and you're it's a, a second-class citizen, you're gonna when and you're making money. It's called survival guilt. Yeah. And you're gonna get into you're gonna get into heroin. And but the thing is that the white musicians like Morrison, Jim Morrison, and and Janis Joplin and Hendrix. And Hendrix is not such a good example because he's black. But they all were copying their heroes. Right. And what they were doing is subscribing to a lifestyle, not trying to overcome a lifestyle. There's right, a difference. Right, yeah. You understand? There's a yeah. difference mm. when you're trying to overcome oppression. You know, you you're you, a warrior. Uh, yeah. Hold on, we got to go then. We'll wrap. I this I got to go do an email. Actually, All right, we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> anyway, it's my new excuse. Yeah, All right. I got to go do an email, man. Yeah. I like that. Let's rock and roll. But uh, when you're trying to overcome some shit versus when you're subscribing to shit, right? Well, and that's the difference. Theo Vaughn, always making things better. Well, look, I'm glad to be in here with you guys. I'm glad to be a guest here in oh. your own studio. It's reverse guest ecology. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's reverse guest ecology. This has been the big and big and hungry podcast, y'all. And uh, stay we, big, man. Stay, stay hungry. Big. You on the road at all? Um, nope. No, nope. I don't think so, man. No, you're not doing any dates. No, I just I got so I got burnt out, man. Like a year ago, I, I needed a break. Yeah, I still need a break some. I think like almost sometimes I feel like part of my brain separated from like my stem a little bit. I was scorched. Oh, it. just from the redundancy of it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm just kind of just festering a little. I yeah. get it. This is a positive festering. But I went to jujitsu this morning, going to the gym today at 4.30. Ooh, I like Can't it. close one of my hands, but I'm feeling positive. Getting strong, brother. Well, can't close his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so. He can't close his left hand, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. God bless. That was awesome. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. Oh, yeah, man. Perfect. Dude, you you're 